Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Rukmani Kaur. Thank you for tuning in to another wonderful episode of the Rise of the Feminine podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me in this wonderful journey to help us realize that we've never been alone, we've never been broken, and we have always been deeply, deeply loved. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this weekly wisdom, Rukmani, on the last week of 2021. Holy smokes, the last week of 2021. And just one more time, just taking a moment to honor you and celebrate you for everything that you accomplished and you went through and you did in this year. Sometimes we forget, you know, we forget the greatness that has happened this year. And greatness comes in different shapes and forms, for sure, you know, which could be in the form of grief, you know, it happened with me, as well as bliss, you know, could also be an anger, honestly, but just celebrating you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being on this amazing journey with me. And let's get to it, okay? So in today's episode, we're talking about the moon cycle. You know, this is for... Our beautiful sisters are there, of course, your red moon, your period, right? And there is this thing, well, it's now shifting because before it was like women have to do all these things and not even take red. So almost they seen us as just like men. And while we do have our similarities, but we also have um, our differences. So the cycle your moon cycle is such a beautiful journey every month to get to know yourself deeper. And I've been doing this for two, three years or something when I received this message of like, okay, it's time to like work with your moon cycle. And I was like, okay, you know, part of me was like, I don't even know where to start. And just like messages do, you know, they did their thing and they put me in contact with this amazing woman. And I was learning so much from her content And then I just went into my own journey with my own intuition and tuning in into my body and the wisdom that we hold as women, as we go through this journey with the moon, so fascinating. And of course you can do this as well. If you don't bleed anymore, just tuning in into the actual cycle of the moon. But now we're talking about the moon cycle when you bleed, right? So is such an important moment of our lives and such an important and key element in our manifestation process because there's so much that happens in us energetically. And the thing is that we have been accustomed to just keep everything in and not release, right? So this comes from like, it could be from your family or what you've seen growing up that don't cry, don't complain, just keep it all in. So what this does, it also affects the womb or the hara in men, but but at the same time, you know, you're not really processing many things. And if your womb is full, there's no many things that you can put like a seed to manifest other things in your life. So during the cycle, your moon cycle, your body's releasing and it's opening, it's creating this amazing portal for you to put another seed to manifest into this new moon cycle 
or the moons ahead, you know, because depending on what the manifestation is that you're calling upon, it could be like something very easy as in just is almost rooting itself here in this reality, or it could be something to take a little bit over like a couple moon cycles rather than just one. So when we're coming into this phase in our cycle, it's very important to rest. And really, I invite you to pay attention on how your mood fluctuates during the time, because right before you bleed, if you're not really aware of this, you're very snappy. <laughs> you can be very snappy. This happened to me. You can be very snappy. Just you don't really have much patience. Anything about your partner that you, that you think is normally cute, it's just like, it's kind of like, oh, what are you doing here? And so it's really working with that time. So what I call this time, and I got this from Clara Baker. She's the, the woman that I was mentioning before, that she works with the, the cycles of women and helps women be more in tune with their bodies. And so she calls it the inner seasons. And this is why I got the, the terms from. So when you bleed, you're in winter, and then you go into spring and summer, and then autumn, you go back into winter. So the part before you bleed is autumn. And in autumn, most of the time, anything that needs to leave the system begins to leave because you're making space, okay? Before you bleed, you will have most of the time releases, physical, emotional, mentally releases to make space for anything else that you're calling upon. And this is the, this is the thing, okay? This is the thing that like at times we're not really aware of this. What do you think the blood happens, right? Something is being released, but something's so beautiful. And so if you don't take time for preparation to take care of yourself, to slow down, because the energy begin to, begins to like come down, right? In summer, it's like you have so much energy and all these projects that you want to be around people and all these things. And again, this is from observing myself and also the women that I have been working with that it's like there's so much energy you want to do all these things and then coming into autumn the inner autumn it's just like you begin to hibernate hibernate and hide away and just be in your space preparing because the body is preparing the body is preparing to release the body is preparing to receive more the body is preparing itself to see beyond the veil because this is where we are so in tune with the energies of nature, the energies of life, and of course of ourselves, that we receive so many messages. If we're aware of that, if we actually use this time to relax, listen, and receive. If we are in the go, in the constant go, then it's not going to be as easy as if we just chill. And this just really depends on your lifestyle, right? So like when I worked in one of the hotels in Las Vegas, I mean, it's not that I could call my, um, I almost said partner, that's not it, my boss and be like, um, I'm bleeding, I can't comment, be like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, it's something so unheard of. And at the time, I wasn't even aware of those things, you know, I looked at my moon, like it was one of the grossest things, which is such a taboo for in the society about it, you know, even my ex said like jokingly, which I'm sure that part of him actually meant it, that women are nasty. You know, so I, I saw it as something really, you know, and also because when I first got my moon, my parents cried and I have no idea what was going on. So it was like, oh, shit, this is something serious. 
I don't even think anybody talked to me about it, you know? So imagine the trauma within me that I was like, ooh, ooh, this is, this is not good. And, and so as I've been going through the journey, because this was like over 10 years ago, then I began to be more in tune of how I felt emotionally in every step of my moon cycle. And of course, I had to journal about it. I had to like really be into you know, like, what day am I? Am I in summer? Am I in, in autumn? Because I mean, I didn't know, you know, it was just, a, it became a practice. It does what happened. It just became a practice. And then once I, I saw what was going on, I'm like, okay. And to be completely honest, <laughs> every time I would get into autumn, like last year, I'd be like, oh crap, autumn's coming. Cause I, I was very snappy and I was like trying to work with it with my own energy and feeling very triggered by my partner. But of course it was me not giving myself the space, the enough space to relax, pay attention, release and prepare my body for whatever was coming. So this is why I totally recommend that if you want to get in tune with your cycles to just relax before... <laughs> before you bleed so this is from day 21 until you bleed this is autumn okay day 21 until you bleed so day one is when you bleed obviously you know and <laughs> maybe you don't know so i apologize for that so from day 21 on in just take care of yourself chill a little bit more this is not really the time to do a little cardio you know and and this is honestly again talking from experience because I love cardio. I love working out. I love really having my body in motion because I have the number five in my chart based on the Kundalini tradition, Kundalini yoga, which is the physical body. If my physical body is not active, there is a big chance that I go into depression and just feel sorry for myself and sluggish and all that, which has been happening pretty much my entire life up till like a couple of years ago. So now I'm aware of that and I move my body. So I don't really do much like such a strong physical exercise during those times. And I just go with it. You know, I go with it. I still practice yoga. I practice yoga pretty much every single day. And, and that's the time when I don't really try something new because I'm, I'm, I don't feel intuitively. I don't want to do it because my body is like, dude, let me chill. Because if you were to imagine like something really releasing massively, or let me tell me, let me give you this example. So when a woman is giving birth, right, something is coming out of her in a way is being released from her body is being released from the womb, right? She's giving birth to another human being. So it's not that a couple of days before the birth, you're going to be telling the woman, Hey, go do some exercise, go lift weights. You know, it should be like, what, what in the world? Definitely not. It's something similar, not to that extent, but I'm like putting it so big so you understand that the body needs to prepare itself because a couple months before the birth and even before that, like the woman's preparing herself, the body's preparing, she's preparing mentally, emotionally, and everything else is being prepared for this birth. It's the same thing. Again, just slightly small, <laughs> really, really, really small. And so preparing the body is very important slowing down slowing down because again with um there's not so much energy you know with the hormones there's not so much energy so the energy begins to go down and if you push yourself this has happened to me as well you know if you push yourself during your inner autumn 
And at the same time as you're bleeding, you will not have as much energy as you normally would in the spring and the summer, which spring is like you begin to create, I'm giving you an example, create projects or like writing things down and then on summers when you get you accomplish them because you have all the energies like you can take on the world literally uh, the feeling you know <laughs> not like taking off on the world but the feeling is there you just have so much energy and so it begins to drop down after you pass the days of summer and and so it's, it's good to just relax you know we're not meant to be in the go 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 you will feel it in the body. If you have been used to the life of just go, 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 you might not feel it. And actually might be something challenging at the beginning, because trust me, I used to be able to go like that. I used to like take Pilates classes and bootcamp classes when I was bleeding. I had no idea. And I remember one of my friends saying, shouldn't you just be doing yoga this time? I was like, I don't know. But so I wasn't really in tune with my womb or even my body. You know, I was just overworking it out really which is not very it's not very healthy it's not very healthy at all for any of your bodies in general and so slowing down a little bit you know beginning to journal more especially if you have those big emotions coming out to the surface and having the communication with whoever you live in the house you know especially your partner I mean my partner has held space for me during all of that and he will know you know, autumn's here. <laughs> so now rather than be like, oh my gosh, autumn's here. I'm like, autumn's here. It's something really exciting, you know? And and then here comes winter. And and in winter, honestly, the first days, I, I don't do any up exercises. I don't go upside down. I take them out easy. Normally in the, the first day, I I don't really do much exercise physically. And most of the time, I'm by myself. My boyfriend's pampering me, making me tea, sometimes soup, or just lunch in general, dinner, because he knows. Like, there's so much vibrations that happens there. So many messages being delivered. And so your womb is the womb of creation itself. When you're bleeding, the channels of communication are the strongest the strongest. So this is why we receive so many messages, so many messages. But again, if you're on the go and you're not resting, how would you know? It would just be like those painful um, sensations so we can get. And from experience, when it's very painful, it's because it's telling you to pay attention. Pay attention. Slow down for a second. Let me deliver this message. And then once it's delivered, it's like good. You know, it's not meant to be painful at all whatsoever and trust me mind cycle used to be very painful but again it was because I was in the constant go until I began to slow down and of course many many things had to happen prior to that honestly because I used to get really awful cramps however once like all those things happen and release and went into balance now I know because I've been paying attention to, to my cycle, I've been paying attention to my moon, to my womb, my body. And I know, you know, when I feel like this is because, oh, I'm going to slow down. I've been going too fast. How can I pay attention to this? Okay, let me take a deep breath. And just saying no to many things, honestly. Do you want to go do this? Mm-mm. I want to be here with myself. Let me listen. I spend a lot of time on my sheepskin right behind me, laying down 
paying attention with my hands on my womb or in my bed, listen to nice music or even no music at all whatsoever, just in silence, just paying attention to the vibrations. Because again, the, the veil is so, so thin and it's super easy to connect to anything that you want to connect with to receive the messages, especially if you've been working to something to, for example, a business or some kind of ideas that come through. But again, if you're not paying attention, if you're not resting, if you haven't given your body the time to rest prior to you bleeding, then the time that is resting, it might be a little bit more different than if you had been resting. So this is why it's so important. We hold so much wisdom in our bodies, especially as women. So much wisdom in the womb, so much wisdom in the moon cycle, so much wisdom when we bleed. It's not something that is awful. It's, it's been kind of taught as awful, but okay, well, that's because the feminine was being seen very low and the masculine very great. So, of course, you know, it's going to the grade anything about the feminine. But now the times are shifting and the feminine is rising to be in union with the masculine, which is actually happening through so many of us, the union of the masculine and the feminine within us, because that's what it is. Then it's seen as like, this is great. This is beautiful. This is you. What a beautiful thing that, that, that your body's doing, connecting you deeper with yourself. This is what's happening. It's connecting you deeper with yourself because you're alive. You are the womb of creation. So it's just giving you the access point. What you've been calling forth has also been calling you. And that's one of the ways to listen to it, to connect to it. So slowing down. <laughs> Doesn't mean be lazy, you know? <laughs> I still work, but honestly, most of the time I'm working in bed. I have my laptop right there. I'm laying down. I have my tea. I have like my heart pillow that I heat it up and I put it on my womb at times. You know, I put lavender essential oil. Like I pamper the crap out of myself when um and my moon doesn't mean that I don't do that throughout the cycle, but that's like the time that I completely slow down and I just take things slow. And if I have more time and the energy during spring and summer, I make sure I do some things that I know I wouldn't really enjoy doing when I'm bleeding. And so what I really normally do when I'm bleeding as work is just something that is very easy in the computer and stuff, or maybe even making videos, because that's like the most powerful time as a woman is when you're bleeding. But you also have to be very careful, because if you don't know how to work with your energy, with that powerful energy that you have when you're bleeding, you can also use that energy, the powerful energy to harm somebody else. But if you know how to use your energy, then you can do anything, you can do anything. And this is also part of what I do. You know, it's fascinating because I was my own guinea pig. You know, of course, I have to try it on myself before I can do I can help somebody else do it because first it's concept and then becomes reality. I'm like, oh, shoot. This is how we access that. It's like, all right, this is meant to be shared. You know, this is why I'm sharing this with you. So important, so important for us as women, especially the sisters out there that just had a very traumatic time with bleeding, just like I did, you know, 
to release that. So then you come back into like, ah, so beautiful. I talk to my womb all the time. When it's bleeding, oh my gosh, it's such a celebration. Before it's bleeding, you know, in our autumn, rather than being like, oh, here it is again, like it used to be. (laughs) Now I'm like, yes, autumn, thank you. Thank you for being here. If you look at them, at the seasons, right? If you live in a place where the four seasons, you can actually see the four seasons. See how the time, how it changes, right? During autumn, the fall, the leaves fall off, right? It's being released. It's preparing itself for winter. And then it comes back up in spring. So you're doing this, like a rebirth process every time with your moon cycle. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And if it's, it's you, you know, not if, it's you. But this is where the if comes in. If it's you, why not access that power that you have? And this is just an invitation, you know, that honestly, I hope you so take it because it has changed my life, completely changed my life to be in tune with my moon cycle and to know how I feel throughout those days and when I need to slow down. And then also it comes to the point where you're like, okay, I have less energy. Ah, yes, autumn's coming. (laughs) And they're like, okay, slowing down. It's beautiful. And also, of course, you know, if you have a nine to five job and you can call off just like taking more time for yourself during those those days, because I understand that not everybody has the way of living that I do. And I'm very fortunate, so grateful and blessed to have chose this path that it might not be for everybody. You know, but I I don't enjoy working in a casino. I don't enjoy having a nine to five. I enjoy doing what I do because it comes through me so easily because I, I have realized that I am a portal and this information comes through for me for others. Who am I to put a pause to that? And in all of that, I, I get to get to know myself even deeper and others as well and continuously growing. And so this is why like it's so important in my work to also take care of myself, because again, in the life, in your life, you comes first. In my life, I come first. If I am not good, how am I going to hold space for others? If you are not good, if you have children or work and stuff, you know, how are you going to work? How are you going to take care of your children? It will become more challenging, right? Especially if you're a mother and you're sick. And even if you're sick, you have to take care of your kids. But if you are very proactive in your health and taking care of yourself, then you get less sick. So just an invitation, you know, and see and see, because again, it's in us. Why not use it? It's here for a reason. It is not here for like, oh, get away. It's here because it has a really big message and super amazing teachings, an amazing medicine. Everything has medicine in life, including yourself, including different parts of you. And this part is just allowing you and guiding you to get to know yourself deeper, to love yourself deeper. And that's the one thing that has like shifted my life so much, allowing myself to love myself more. Wow. And again, if you know my story coming from anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts and suicidal tendencies and anorexia and bulimia and self-sabotaging, all that kind of, all that bubble, you know, like it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. 
And I'm sitting here sharing this with you because I deeply love myself unconditionally. Like back in the day, if you would have told me that, I'd be like, you're full of crap. No, because I went for it. I went for it. I was like, yes, that. <laughs> like asking, like loving myself. That's my destination. You know, one of the destinations, of course, we have so many. And I'm getting there. You know, there's no other option. I'm getting there. And here I am. And one of the things that helped me, among all, many things, honestly, was this one. But this was such a like key element in the journey, in my journey as a woman, to truly understand my body as I go through the cycle of the moon, my own moon, and understand what teachings are and also guidance in every inner season that I go through. Super fascinating. Your body is so intelligent and so beautiful. So this is an opportunity also to honor its beauty and also its wisdom. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Please let me know, you know, if you start doing this, if this resonates with you, let me know in the comments, like send me a message. I read every single message, honestly, and also emails. And if you need any guidance, I'm here for you. But if you're trying this out, let me know how that goes. I love to know. I love to know. All right. Well, I hope you have, I'm not going to say that. You will have an amazing New Year's. <laughs> and, and also, I'll see you next year. And 2022 is the greatest year yet of humanity, of your life, of my life, of all of us, period. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. I'll see you next time. Ciao, peace. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode. If a part of it touched you deeply and you feel the calling to share with somebody else knowing that it will really help them, please feel free to do so. Also subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so yet. And may you continue to be blessed. I will see you next time.